0: The Wealth Standard Podcast is committed to inspiring you to be more financially free. There is no better time to gain clarity about your wealth strategy, your investments, and your financial future than now. Taking a break from the show, you know,
1: entrepreneurs inspire me. I love meeting leaders of successful ventures who discover an idea, formulate the business, and then execute. You'd assume that they know how to structure their personal finances. I believed that too, but I was wrong. Entrepreneurs are never taught to effectively manage their wealth, to work alongside their business and lifestyle. All of that work, effort, toil, and time wasted. Entrepreneur 101 is an online course that teaches you a financial strategy that works so that success is not a flash in the pan but lasting the spirit of the entrepreneur doesn't have to be compromised register for the entrepreneur 101 course today for free at the forward slash e n t that's echo november tango the forward slash e n t humanity and life are messy Every morning, we wake up to this individual awareness of what's going on that no one else has. Our self awareness recognizes our vast imperfections, our past and present mistakes and shortcomings, and our taxing insecurities, if we're being honest. We then venture out into a world of billions of other people who are likewise in the same situation, and then hypocritically judge and discriminate those who manifest imperfections or differences, and likewise envy and scorn those who live up to society's lofty expectations, or at least hide it well. As I said, humanity and life are messy. We're fortunate to live in a world where we don't have to think that much anymore. It's a world that No longer rewards generalized knowledge, such as the breadwinner of a family knowing how to till the land, uh, break a horse, hunt, skin animals for food, uh, defend against predators, build a house, patch a roof, build furniture. (laughs) The demand nowadays and the rewards go to those with deep specialization of knowledge. Specialization has led to multi-millionaire status by learning how to entertain viewers by opening toys or gifts on YouTube uh, and, you know, maybe winning professional video game competitions. Deep specialized knowledge spreads across a wide range of subjects, way too numerous to list here, but I, ho- I hope you get my point. My purpose here uh, is to identify that with increased individual specialization comes even more trust in the specialization of others. The paradox is that trusted sources might do more to protect pre-existing trust than to deepen their knowledge because more often than not, deepening knowledge requires admitting or at least being willing to admit that you may be at fault. You may be wrong. When you admit you're wrong, you lose trust. I hope you enjoy today's the truth about money segment with Todd Langford. I think that's why the development of knowledge isn't read, right? It's it's in the experience of testing, right? Of right. Pro- of proving, right in in the real world, and that's where you know I'll go to next, which is this balance between uh, math, uh, factual truths of, e- of equations and how they apply to a non-constant world that's ever-evolving and adding a layer to that is what you had just mentioned, which is human beings, they, we all have these limitations, right? We have to have sleep. We have to eat food. We have to drink water. We can't just operate. And we can't just operate at like full level 10, you know, awareness and capacity <laughs> for very long. And so we, we're constantly seeking ways to conserve energy. And when you accept a truth, okay, it's almost as if you're now able to conserve future energy because you don't have to figure something out anymore and this puts things into a dangerous place. And especially with the professional context, the professional context, not only has this belief established, it puts this, in in essence, layer around it, this layer of uh, force field around it, right. right? Where that force field is built on the, if I'm wrong, I'm no longer a professional. So how do you, And you look at the different truths that have been subscribed to, you know, you have some of those very simple ones, right? That all, you know, whether it's lightning or thunder or a storm or a fire or a drought, it's the wrath of God, you know, that's that was kind of the original explanation to how things operate, right? Then science came along, math came along, and you're able to obviously disproved those things and didn't go so well for you know the copernicuses of the of the world right and the other you know discoverers of these mathematical factual truths many of them went to jail or were killed or, you know so so you still you don't necessarily have those consequences today right at the same time you definitely have people that are stuck in belief systems that have been essentially the adoption of belief systems passed on by someone that is a professional or someone that, or their culture, right. Or, or some other, you know, some other way. It wasn't necessarily the experience, right. Of the factual mathematical truths behind it. So maybe unpack that idea of what is, what's the role of mathematical truths
2: and constants in a non-constant world. Yeah. That's a great set. I, I think, you know, you talked about the people being jailed for the truth. I, I think what happens, maybe it's not as drastic, but in a lot of ways, it's probably just as devastating uh, to them when they just shut their mind down because they hear the word professional and they just, they turn their mind over to this other person without ever checking anything that's been said, without even passing that through common logic just to see, wait a second, this fits or this, you know, this doesn't fit. And so, you know, I think there's some, some real dangers there, but the math behind it is absolute. This this idea of relative math, that's not true. There are relative events in nature. There are changes in the components of the mathematics that might be wrong, but the math itself is correct. Two plus two is always going to be four. That's just the way it is. Now, it may be that it shouldn't be two plus two. Maybe it should be one plus three. Maybe it should be some other number and the assumptions that are, that are put in the wrong. I, you, think about uh, Christopher Columbus for a minute. You know, what happened in his time frame was four ships went out, none of them came back, okay? Mathematically, zero minus four means we lost four ships. The analysis of the time was, well, clearly they fell off the side of the Earth because the Earth is flat, okay? Well, the math was right, (laughs) right? But (laughs) the analysis of what happened to the four ships was incorrect. And then you've got christopher columbus that does some math work looking at the skies looking at different things and figuring out wait a second the earth is round you know i believe in those pieces but the only way he could find out and it goes back to what you were saying a minute ago was actually proving it so even though the math was right it might not come out that way and he had to send ships out to go find out if it you know if it definitely was true but you think about it prior to that the fact that four ships didn't come back could mean a lot of things I mean they went down in a storm or it could be even that they found a place that was a lot nicer than where they were and they didn't want to go tell anybody else because they were afraid they would <laughs> their, their place wouldn't be as nice anymore i mean who knows what happened to those four ships but we know now they didn't fall off the side of the earth right something else clearly happened so i think that over time that happens and when we learn mathematics in grade school everything is just You know, one dimensional, maybe two dimensional from the standpoint of two plus two is going to be four. Everything is considered constant. One of the differences we get into is when we get into more advanced math, even financial math is really more advanced math because it adds a dimension and it's the dimension of time. That's a big one that gets left out often. And so when we add that dimension of time, it changes the formula it doesn't mean the math is right or wrong mathematics the, the pure mathematics is still the same it's just that now we have different components in there and one of the unfortunate things that skews the math when we add the element of time we have to add other assumptions that are not constant or not guaranteed to be in a certain area so for instance we're going to look out 30 years into the future well okay so 30 years that piece if, if that's our time frame that's an absolute but what happens over the 30 years? Interest rates fluctuate, taxes fluctuate, inflation fluctuates. So we have all of these assumptions now that we have to guess on, and that makes the end result flexible. It makes it move around. It makes it not absolute. The math was absolute, but the assumptions that, that are applied to the formula are not. And there's no way around that outside of using past experience. And that's a dangerous thing to some degree. If we use past experience, for what's gonna happen in the future, it can be one of those traps that puts us back into what we were talking about earlier. Oh, this is the way it's always been done, right? This is the way the environment has always occurred in the past, so therefore it's gonna occur that way into the future. And I think some things uh, act like that, but with technology, we have no idea what the future looks like. And that's really one of the big, big unknowns. I mean, 30 years ago, even, that's not even that far back. Who would have thought that everybody walking around would have a cell phone in their pocket at all times that they could not really get more than 10 feet away from without being anxious and bothered right so what what kind of stuff is going to continue into the future along that same line that we we have no idea what's even going to be invented that we that we're not going to be able to live without and so the impacts of that both on inflation and on opportunity can't be weighed right we can only guess you also have preferences, right? You have, there's so
1: many different forces, right, that will impact life and the purpose behind what you do financially. And you're right, it's you know, basing your future, Ron, right, on the assumptions today. It's, it's similar to how we look back on what people did 200 years ago uh, with a completely different moral code, set of circumstances. Concerns, environments, and we assume that they should have every bit of knowledge and experience and wherewithal that we have today. It's not fair, right? And it's the same thing looking into the future. Looking into the future, you know, it, it is changing at a, a rapid pace. Yet there are some widely held constants, right, that are used. They're essentially hurting whatever the the future. Uh, experience is right because they're based on today, and that's you know, it's similar to all planes have to create a flight plan. Okay, what's the constant in the flight plan? plan right, it's the starting place and the destination. Okay, but what happens between the starting place <laughs> and the destination? Right, you have altitude changes, you have speed changes, you have pitch changes. There's all sorts of things happening. That's why even though a pilot may fly the same route a million times, every single time he flies it, it's a different environment. So the idea is that you know there must be a constant open-mindedness, an open door to what's happening in the movement, right? Are the assumptions the same? Have they changed? If they've changed, what do I do about it? And that's the requirement almost, right to stay the course, so to speak, is to constantly be asking questions that challenge the previous assumptions. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Standard Podcast. Be sure to visit the show's official website, thewealthstandard.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Guest opinions are their own. If you require specific investing, financial, legal, tax, or any other specialized advice, please consult an appropriate professional. We welcome and appreciate reviews of the show. Head on over to iTunes or Stitcher to leave your review. And don't forget to subscribe to the show to get access to every new episode and exclusive interviews this season. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.